plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cowboys. I'm your host, Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star Telegram. It is Wednesday, December 7th. Uh, Cowboys have a big game coming up. The 11-1 Cowboys playing at New York. Uh, the Cowboys have been off the past couple days, or actually the past weekend, uh, following the Thursday night game at Minnesota. Uh, they had Friday through Tuesday off. Uh, they, of course, flew back Friday. Uh, and guys got, excuse me, flew back after Thursday's game. Guys could get treatment on Friday. Uh, there was usually access on Tuesday, but they did not have it, so I don't have any sound from the locker room today. I will get some uh, later today and, and play on Tuesday, or excuse me, Thursday and Friday's podcast. Uh, but big game for the Dallas Cowboys. They have a chance to clinch home field this week if everything falls right. Uh, they have a chance to clinch the division, which would guarantee them uh, at least one home game in the divisional round if they beat the Giants. Uh, but they, they'll get home field this week if they beat the Giants combined with a Detroit loss or tie or a Seattle loss uh, w- would give the Cowboys a first-round bye in order to get home field. They would need Detroit and Seattle to lose. Uh, so, uh, so if one of the two, if Detroit or Seattle loses, Cowboys get a bye. If if both of them lose, Cowboys will for sure get uh, home field. So uh, the Lions play the Bears. Uh, that's a hard game to see them losing. Uh, but the Seahawks are playing at Green Bay, uh, and that certainly could be a, a game the Cowboys could win. Uh, So that should be interesting. Uh, Just a couple uh, notables. The Cowboys, since they've clinched the the playoff berth, have now, are now going to their 32nd postseason. That is the most appearances by any NFL team. Uh, Green Bay and the New York Giants each have 31. Of course, they have a chance to get to 32 if they secure playoff bids uh, later this season. So, the Cowboys right now are for sure going to remain tied, if not be the all-time NFL leader in most playoff appearances. They are set to make their 32nd playoff appearance. And since I don't have audio for you all today, I, I thought I would just go over some kind of uh, news and notes and, and interesting factoids uh, leading into the Giants game. Uh, first off, uh, getting to news, Jerry Jones went on the radio Tuesday morning, as he always does, and talked about Tony Romo and, and the possibility of, of resting starters. And Jerry Jones pretty much said the Cowboys are going to do it business as usual, which I think makes sense. I mean, you don't want a team, especially as young as the Cowboys, 
to get soft, to get complacent. You really want to keep that edge, keep that momentum uh, going forward. With that being said, you know, Jerry also said you got to use some common sense. You know, if guys are dealing with injuries, a guy like Orlando Skandrick, who's been uh, kind of injured throughout the year, you want to rest him, make sure he, he gets uh, 100% for the playoffs. You, maybe a guy like Marcus Lawrence, who hasn't really made an impact yet, but he is dealing with the shoulder issues. He's dealt with a back issue. Maybe give him some rest and let him really uh, get 100%. And, and on down the list, uh, the big question, that I think the million-dollar question is for the Cowboys going into the postseason is what to do with Tony Romo. If there is a meaningless game, do you play Tony Romo? Uh, I think if it's me, I do. I absolutely play Tony Romo. Uh, with the starting offensive line. I don't put Tony Romo out there with, you know, Chaz Green at left tackle and Joe Looney at right guard and and uh, what have you. I think you owe it in Emmett Cleary at right tackle or, or what have you. I think you owe it to Tony because you certainly don't want him to get hurt. He's been injured in three of the last four games he's played. So, uh, you certainly don't, and here's what Jerry said about Tony Romo. I want to do what gives us the best chance to have Tony contribute to a championship. I do want Tony to be ready to go in case Dak should have an issue health-wise. That gives us strength going into the playoffs, not from the standpoint necessarily protecting Dak, but from the standpoint of having Tony the readiest to come in and play would be my quick assessment. And in the past, the Cowboys haven't had many situations where they are uh, uh, in this situation where they might be able to rest starters. In 2014, they did have a game against the Washington Redskins in, in which Tony Romo uh, did play. Uh, sorry, look. So, meaningless game. At the last game of the 2014 regular season against Washington, uh, nothing was at stake. They couldn't get a first-round bye. They couldn't get home field. They were locked in as the NFC East champions, and, and of course, they hosted Detroit, won, and then went up to Lambeau the next week and lost. But in that final game, that meaningless game, Romo took 63 of the 64 offensive snaps at quarterback. So that's kind of your president right now. Uh, the last time they had a bye was in 2007, and they had another meaningless game in the regular season finale. Uh, the healthy starters played the first half and the opening series of the second half in that game. So uh, you, you kind of see Jason Garrett's going to have a fine balance uh, between keeping a team fresh for a postseason run and not risking unnecessary injury. And all signs so far point to the Cowboys uh, going – you know, business as usual, as Jerry said. You know, we're, we're going to play to win it out, play to win. And I, I think that's the right thing, especially, like I said, with this young team. You know, maybe monitor Zeke's uh, workload, you know, going forward. Uh, with that being said, you know, he's, you know, unless he breaks off for a 200-yard game or, or something like that here in the next week or two, uh, it doesn't look like, Eric Dickerson's record is going to be threatened by Ezekiel Elliott. Um, so that's just my two cents. I think, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys should just uh, hold off and, and kind of wait and see uh, how they do it. But I, I think 
business as usual is is kind of the smart approach, the right approach. Uh, and in other news, uh, Randy Gregory. Th- there are some reports earlier, and our own or my buddy Clarence Hill of the Star Telegram uh, wrote that Randy Gregory was expected to return to practice, and that is actually not going to be the case. The NFL came down late Tuesday and said Randy Gregory will not be approved for practice. Uh, Gregory is serving a 14-game suspension for violating the league's substance abuse policy, and he's also in the crosshairs of a year-long suspension because of another missed test. And uh, Under the collective bargaining agreement, uh, a missed test is considered a positive test, so Randy Gregory could be facing a year-long suspension. That suspension is under appeal, though. So we will see what he will do. Uh, So the earliest uh, Randy Gregory can return to practice is after the Tampa Bay game, uh, which would be uh, after the 14 games is up, and he would be eligible to return against the Detroit Lions on December 26th, that Monday night game. So uh, assuming he wins his appeal. Now, uh, I have been covering the NFL for three years now. I've never seen a player win an appeal. Uh, so I, I would not count on Randy Gregory uh, winning this appeal. Um, and I say that, I've never seen a Cowboys player win an appeal. So it's hard to think Randy Gregory would, but hey, there's a first for everything. Maybe it is uh, Randy Gregory's time, and, and maybe he will win. Maybe he's got a, a, a legitimate case to take to the NFL and the arbitrator and, and get a ruling in his favor. So we will say, I'll tell you this though, Cowboys certainly could use Randy Gregory, certainly could use uh, more production out of Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, this is a team that has really, really struggled getting to the, getting to the quarterback and, and uh, it, they just haven't got it done. I mean, this is people thought with Demarcus Lawrence coming back, uh, it'd be a good sign. The Cowboys did have three sacks against the Vikings last Thursday, which I guess is something they can build on. Benson Mayo, who's who was benched for the last few games, uh, got a sack, as well as uh, Malik Collins got his third sack. Tyrone Crawford still leads the team with a whopping three and a half sacks. Uh, the good news is the quarterback pressures are starting to build, especially Demarcus Lawrence. He's a guy who has the best chance to turn it up, turn it up a notch these last four games. He had 12, or he has 12 quarterback pressures so far. Uh, Tyrone Crawford has 15. David Irving leads the team with 16. Uh, so certainly that's that's a positive. Uh, Sean Lee's having an outstanding season. The only defensive guy really having an outstanding season. He has 134 tackles, including 10 tackles for loss. The quarterback pressure. Uh, Barry Church and Byron Jones are tied with uh, for second with 77 tackles each, which is quite remarkable when you consider Barry Church uh, missed four, three or four games with that uh, right forearm fracture. So uh, Barry Church is back. Big game against the Giants coming up on Sunday night football, the fourth straight Sunday night game for the Cowboys, or primetime game for the in the midst of a four four straight primetime games for the Cowboys. 
Uh, just real quick, a uh, little statistical comparison. Uh, Cowboys averaging 27.8 points a game. That is fifth in the league. Giants are averaging 20.4, tied for 23rd in the league. Uh, Cowboys have the second-best rushing offense, of course, with Ezekiel Elliott in that strong offensive line. 155.8 rushing yards a game. Giants have one of the worst, 77.5 rushing yards a game. But the Giants do have a slightly better passing game, averaging just under 250 passing yards. Cowboys just under 240. Uh, rushing defense, the Cowboys rank second, giving up 82.3. Uh, Giants, fifth best run D, 91.4 yards. Uh, the turnover margin... Actually, the Cowboys have the Giants beat. Cowboys are plus two. Giants are minus five. Cowboys snapped a four-game takeaway drought uh, last Thursday when Kyle Wilber got a fumble on punk coverage. So that was certainly a positive sign. It should be interesting uh, to see how this game shapes up, shakes out. Uh, a, a lot of a, a lot of people think, you know, the Cowboys should win this game. I, I'm one of them. Uh, you know, the New York is a tough place to play. The Cowboys haven't played great there, but I still think the Giants uh, are the only team that beat the Cowboys, but I think the Cowboys are a much better team, especially when you look at how Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott have progressed throughout the season. So it should be interesting. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow to discuss it more in depth as well as Friday and bring some sound from the locker room. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until tomorrow, take care. I am Drew Davison of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, and this is Locked on Cowboys. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. The list.